Hello board game fans, I'm very excited to present you my favorite strategies from Jaipur. So my experience comes from around 30 or 40 games of um, playing Jaipur online or with uh, my friends. And also uh, I consulted some other strategies and theory crafted with my girlfriend. And I hope you really enjoy this episode. Felix Board Game Show, exploring the best tabletop games for any audience. Party games, two-player games, co-op play, and fun competition. Whether you're newly discovering or a seasoned pro ready for advanced strategies on old school classics, your host, Felix Mutt, has thoughts and picks that are great for anyone looking to play more games. So play along. This is the Felix Board Game Show. So for this episode, I'm going to assume that you've already read the rules or listened to at least my episode, uh, last episode of the podcast, and you've played, hopefully, the game several times. This will make it easier to understand the strategies what I'm about to share with you. So my um, structure is based on a very good blog post by Carl Bunyan on Board Game Geek Thread. I will uh, post the link in the description. And... It makes a good point uh, by deciding, okay, first, uh, an essential part is which card should I take? Should I take uh, which good? And when should I take camels? So, and when should I sell them? And also sometimes when should I discard them or not? So, um, we'll go through the different goods. So, we'll talk about when, when should you pick these goods up? When should we discard it? When to cash in? I'm going to divide them into gems and gold. They are one category for me. Then silver is a separate category. And then comes cloth, spice, and leather. For me also, one category, although leather is a bit special because the drop-off in points is very strong. Um, so let's talk about uh, gems and gold. So these are the red and the gold cards. You should pick them up almost all the time when they come up pretty much uh, anytime, unless you know that your opponent will finish the game before, um, so you, before you can cash them in. So for this, you really should not or almost never discard them because it's for me not worth giving your opponent five points uh, even though you get you know a higher bonus token for four or five more points, um, hence for me I just ne basically never throw them away or trade them unless if I know that I'm gonna finish the game before my opponent, meaning that two sets of um, uh, tokens are already finished and the game ends if three tokens are. Uh, kind of tokens are completely gone. So if I know that I'm going to end with selling four leather or four spices, then I can uh, exchange a gold and a camel, for example, uh, for two spices so I can sell and end the game. And when should you cash in? Well, realistically, gold and gems, there's only three per person on average. So you're not going to get very many of them. So if be happy if you get two and then you should just, you know, sell them. Usually I uh, try to sell them when I have five or six cards in order to make my hand more flexible and because I really don't want to throw away these cards because they're just so valuable. And especially the first cash in for diamonds very strong because worth 14 
and then afterwards the remaining ships are only worth five each. For gold, it's a little less. It's worth uh, six, the first two tokens each. And uh, yeah, but uh, for this, this is the, if you're lucky, then you usually get a lot of gold or your uh, the opponent takes a card and the card that's turned around for you is uh, gems or gold. And that's fantastic. Uh, then let's talk about silver. So as silver uh, doesn't change value, so there are um, five tokens of five and only six cards. So, you know, you it's usually a card that you want to pick up because it's worth five points. It's worth a lot of points, but uh, you will most likely not be able to make sets of four or five. Because, you know, every player on average gets three. So you can keep them as long, you know, it's possible. Definitely, you since you're in no rush, you can wait for to get your third silver in order to sell. Uh, however, it can be risky if your opponent, if you see your opponent collecting a lot of silver and you know he has, like, uh, on a cent minimum three silver, then maybe you should sell your silver because otherwise you might, he might sell four silver and you uh, can only get one token. Uh, usually, as uh, a card that you really don't discard, um, yeah. Uh, because you ex uh, you're actually even if you get a token, you're giving up uh, five points. So it's also a card that you usually just discard at the end. Then clothes, spice, and leather. So they are uh, very different uh, from the previous three cards because uh, at the beginning the price is high. The first Cloth and Spice a token is worth five each, and the first leather token is worth four. Um, so that's not bad at all, but then it goes down to three, to two, and then finally to one. So you only get one rupee uh, for each token. So these cards essentially at the end are really not worth a lot, so you mainly try to get a lot of them. So for example, if you sell four clothes or five spices, uh, then this can be very good. For example, if you have uh, two clothes already and you can, uh, there's three camels, a cloth, and uh, silver, then you might actually, you know, really give it a thought. Okay, should I really take the fourth cloth because it's gonna be give me a lot of points? But on the other hand, you leave your opponent with the silver. So this are, you know, you can take it, uh, but it's definitely usually you try for these clothes, spice, and leather. Uh, there's two strategies with them. One is you you have you should be the first one selling them. So if you see your opponent picking up, for example, two spices or three, and you have two on your hand, then you should definitely sell because at the end, at the beginning, they're just worth so much more. Especially for leather, because with leather it goes down four, three, two, and one. So if you have three leather and your opponent has three leather, if you are the first one to sell, you get nine and a bonus token, and he gets three and a bonus token. So you get six point more and then plus minus two depending on if you're lucky uh, on the bonus tokens and same is worth for clothes and spices so you really for these three you, you want to be the first one to sell them even if it's just two you're not getting the bonus token because you're getting a lot of points for these first tokens so uh, you can definitely discard this when uh, some opponent just cashed you know some in just sold some if you um, want to replace it and get uh, gold, gems, or even silver. Or if you um, 
want to make a set of five. For example, you can trade in a spice in a cloth to uh, to get a set of five spices if you already have three. And that's definitely a good deal because you're not giving your opponent very good cards. But at the um, but in that action, you are actually getting much better. So lastly, I want to um, talk about uh, camels, and then we we talk about some general uh, strategy. So camels, it's usually these camels at the beginning of the game are very 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 strong. Why is that? Because uh, at the beginning, all the cards are worth a lot. Hence, for example, if uh, even uh, if you have three camels and your opponent has none. Uh, you both sell, for example, gold and uh, diamonds. And now there are um, two clothes um, on the table. So and you can you already have one. You can trade in two camels, get in uh, the two cloth, and then you can sell three cloths, and then you get even a bonus token and like 11 points if you're the first one to sell. For three tokens plus a bonus token, that is still worth almost five points per card that you are getting. So taking early camels is, well, using them early is good. And getting more early is also good. And the later the game advances, the worse it gets, unless it goes to the very end. Because near the end of the game, if you think you can overtake the lead in the largest herds, this is can be really key. Because the camel token is only worth five points, but in a two-player game, if you get it and your opponent doesn't get it, it's effectively 10 points for you because your opponent loses five and you gain five. That's as much worth as a couple of gold, gems, or silver at the end. So this is very, very interesting uh, to take um, this. Of course, if you have, uh, if the opponent has eight camels, it's no use in taking one camel if you don't have any. Um, that is clear. Just a um, quick tip. So based on my experience, usually... Uh, Players uh, finish the game in most games between 60 and 80. Depends, you know, how many tokens have been sold, how good the combination each player could do. But usually 60 to 80 is a good point. So if you manage to get uh, close to 80, uh, then usually you're winning. Like 75 or 80, then if you have that many points, then usually you should win. Unless, you know, you so you guys sold everything and there's only one uh, leather, only one spice, one clothes left, and you have all amazing bonuses. But usually th this is around the point. So really we're trying to optimize to get 20 more points, and a 10-point swing for the camels is huge. Uh, so if you go from you know 68 to 73, and your opponent goes from 70 to 65, now suddenly you're, you're winning. And for camel strategies, so... This is definitely um, there. You can also, uh, when you have a lot of camels at the end, you can um, play, uh, force your opponent to take camels. This can be a very strong tactic if you have, know that your opponent doesn't have many cards. Um, because, for example, there's three camels. Imagine you trade in two camels for two cards. And you have seven cards, your opponent just has two. You know, okay, I can sell leather, I can say spice, I can say diamonds. I have three cards to sell. So even if he has only two cards, he can sell them independently. Let's say he has one leather, one spice. Then first turn he will sell a spice. You will sell um, leather, 
he will sell leather, you will sell spice. Then he has to take the camels, and now he has five cards and lots of camels. Uh, well, still, maybe two or three camels to completely get the all the good all the good cards. Like if they, if now on the five cards they come two silver and a gold, like this is a great great move. I've uh, been forced to take camels in a few times in these games, and it's very frustrating for the other. Yes, he will most likely get the camel majority if he takes five camels at once. If he doesn't, you know. So that uh, is definitely something to consider. You are giving up the camel lead, but at the end, you're also getting a minimum. You hope to get more than 10 or 15 points just based on that. And if your opponent already has, you know, three or four camels, then, you know, he has eight camels and you have none, and he gets five points for those eight camels. So that's not a good payout. So usually you should definitely uh, agree with that you need to cash in. You should try to cash in for every good other than silver if you can. Um, especially if you cash in, if you have, for example, two leather and you see uh, your opponent taking two leather tokens, then definitely, you know, it's a good time to sell. Um, sometimes it's also important, you know, to, uh, since it's a two-player game, so, you know, if... Uh, you get a good combination, but your opponent gets an even better combination, you're still losing. So sometimes it's better to delay cash in and take, for example, a card that will help your opponent get the fifth spice um, or fifth leather. Um, so t taking that card can be very valuable, just taking away that bonus token. And definitely um, try to end early if you think you're ahead. And... Uh, definitely try to also have camels because it gives you more options if somebody uh, cashes in or if, you know, there suddenly there are three new cards and if you have no cards and no camels, then you can take one diamond, but if there's two gold cards, then your opponent can take those two gold cards. So uh, having camels early on is definitely in during the game is very strong. And you should try for sets for five if it's leather or spice and cloth um, for spice and cloth is a little less so maybe you know four is good enough if you can sell silver you know you don't you're no rush to sell but for gold and gems you know if you have two usually just sell them and uh, you are in a good spot now i have some uh, other things so for example i i read a question What's your opinion for cashing in only uh, on those for one? If you only, if you have it, since you get the highest token. For example, you have one leather, and you see your opponent taking leather. Uh, do you do it? I I would definitely do this um, because if, for example, your opponent takes a leather in the hand, he probably has already two or three of them. Uh, so you quickly cash in the first leather and essentially steal points from him because, for example, you first. Leather is worth four points. You get four points. Um, but instead of your opponent getting four, three, and two, so nine points in the bonus token, now he gets only the three, two, and one. So you exchange a four versus a one. So you get, th you steal three points by uh, of your opponent and you get four points. So essentially you get seven points in one action, which is very good. And... Definitely for the three cheaper kinds of goods, the first sale is incredibly important because if once you've sold three of a kind, 
then the other ones, these cards uh, become incredibly, become a lot worse. And uh, every, since everything is good uh, rupees, I uh, actually at the beginning I didn't want to take the camels because you uh, like the the beginning uh, you start with five cards in your hand. Sometimes there are some camels, um, and there's three camels in the middle and two cards. Usually at the beginning, if there's gold or silver, you know or um, uh, gems, you just take this card. And if there's no such card, you know, taking the camels can be very valuable. It also depends, um, and especially if there's four camels. So, for example, your opponent takes a card and there's a camel now. Uh, taking those four camels is amazing because you you can probably cash in with uh, four leather or, or four spice or four clothes, and this still gives you really, really good uh, money for you. And then if, you know, you cash in, for example, you trade three camels for three spices, then you essentially give your opponent the opportunity to take the camels back and for him and use it for the next best trade. This is definitely something to take in mind. But if your opponent, for some reason, doesn't want to take the camels and is really shy, then uh, taking three or four camels back is not a bad move, especially early on. The later it gets, the less you want to uh, flip uh, open cards because you really have a divide. And the divide is diamonds, uh, gold, and silver are very valuable. They are worth five each. And essentially leather, spice, and clothes, they are worth one. So they're useless. So if you flip four cards for your opponents by taking four camels, you know, there's four new cards. And then there's two good cards. He can just trade two um, tokens uh, or cards in that are worth one and get two cards for five if you're unlucky. And uh, that, uh, that, of course, depends how many cards are still out there because you can see, for example, if there's four tokens of each gold and diamond still out there and there's only 15 cards and you know half the cards are going to be good. So if you flip around four cards, you should probably expect two or three gold or diamond around and your opponent will definitely trade in his crappy cards like leather and uh, spice and clothes to get these good cards and get more points. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and definitely let me know how you liked it or what are your favorite strategies in Jaipur. I'm on Twitter and you can uh, follow me at Felix Board Game one I also post there, you know, some updates on the episode whenever they get out. So that's definitely uh, something to, if you're interested to doing that. Otherwise, I'll see you very, very soon and have a wonderful weekend. This has been the Felix Board Game Show. Just like the games in today's show, this podcast is more fun when your friends play too. Tell a friend about the show and subscribe now so you're the first to hear new episodes packed with fun new games and fun and unique strategies you can't believe you hadn't thought of before on the Felix Board Game Show.